0: Again, Michael another geezer cast on a beautiful spring day. You can hear the birds in the background, I bet. It's been a big week for birds, actually. Uh, last week, well, today's Sunday, so this is the first day of the week for Marcy's bird lists. Last week was spectacular. I think she got 52 birds, including first ever red-headed woodpecker here at the farm. That's a big deal because um, red-headed woodpeckers are in decline mostly because of loss of habitat. And since what we're all about here at the farm is restoring habitat, it's always neat when we get to see the return of one that is under a lot of pressure. And this is the first time we've ever seen one here. Marcy was pretty darn excited about that. I was, uh, super excited about the guys showing up to, um, plow fiber into the farm. That's a huge thing for me because it means that we've got pretty much state-of-the-art infrastructure to get network stuff in here, and uh, you can't go too fast on the internet, there is no such thing, so the lads showed up today, or um, last week, early in the week, to sort of mark the paths of the current stuff, the copper that comes in here. And then uh, they showed up late in the week and actually plowed the interduct, which is the tube that the fiber goes in. They plowed that under the creek. They used a little radio-controlled gizmo to do that. So that was pretty neat. And uh, of course then the big news in the news was that Osama bin Laden finally met his demise at the hands of the... SEALs from the U.S. Marines. Another big story this week, well, actually over the last month or so, is uh, the whole issue of online privacy. And uh, that's been a pretty big deal. Uh, Several stories, including a lot of really bad reporting, uh, new media types. Do really need to get your act together on reporting about privacy stuff because there's been a lot of really crummy stories out there in the last couple of weeks. But in, you know, mixed in with the crummy ones were some good ones too. Uh, there was a huge data breach about a month ago where one of the big providers of uh, basically services to merchants got hacked and bajillions of credit cards and all kinds of email addresses got stolen. Uh, sort of the, f- one of the many conclusions that you can draw from that, which I agree with, is that we are throwing more and more data up in the cloud, and as that gets thrown up in there, it gets more dramatic when the data gets stolen. good example of that was about a week and a half ago, Sony, which has a huge online gaming uh, presence, you, my unborn grandchildren, may uh, it may be that you'll go, wow, Sony had a big online game thing. They don't anymore, and it could be because of this, this huge breach that they just had. Uh, their whole network has basically been down for, I don't know, at least a week, maybe more. And... Uh, sort of a catastrophic breach on that one. So it could be that that's the end of Sony as an online game provider, we'll see. Um, And then the last of the big stories that just happened was that uh, Apple Computer got in a lot of hot water because their phones and other portable devices Keep location data. And this is where the bad reporting got really bad, Uh, and I still don't really have it all sorted out in my own mind, so I'm hesitant to contribute more misinformation to that. But um, the upshot was just all sorts of uh, sort of mainstream media attention to an issue which is normally covered by the geek press and the mainstream media really got it pretty seriously wrong, and a lot of people grandstanded, which didn't help, and so it was sort of this circus, but the upshot was that uh, the issue of privacy has been sort of boiling up slowly over the last, oh, I don't know, depends on how you count, several years anyway, and it sort of flashed over uh, last week with the Apple thing, and I, I think that's a good thing. I, I'm uh, actually something of a privacy hawk. I really like the approach that they take in Europe a lot better than the approach we take in the U.S. In the U.S., uh, basically, if you want to protect your information, you have to opt out. You have to exit, and you have to do something to make your information disappear, whereas in Europe, their tendency is to require that you have to opt in. In other words, the people collecting the information have to ask you if they're going to use it for any purpose other than what they've already asked you to use it for. And I think that's a better approach. But we're quite a ways away from that here in the U.S. Maybe never, I don't know. But I would love to see a a do not call list for internet information, internet collected and stored information. And this little series of privacy stories might just do it. But in the meantime, uh, one of the things that I have concluded over the last several months is that Google is evil. And so I've decided to unwind all of the relationships that I have with Google products and it turns out that's really hard because Google is so ubiquitous now Uh, I'm pretty close I haven't quite gotten there yet but I'm a lot further from Google than I was a month or so ago Um, it took a lot of things to do that Uh, one of the first things that I had to do was migrate my email uh, back to being exclusively on a server that I control Uh, for years what I would do is I would let email hit my server but then I would bounce it to the Google Gmail account sort of as a backup but primarily because if I wanted to get email on my Android based phone um, that's effectively the only way you can do it. Um, there is a very lame o email client for Android phones, but uh, I'm you know I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> I don't think Google, as the writer and promulgator of Android, really wants a very good email client that talks to anything except their servers. And they have been wildly successful on that. And so for years, I would, I would just bounce the mail out to a Gmail account and then use my Android phone to collect it. And I decided that was really a bad idea. And so uh, when Apple came out with an iPhone for Verizon, I'm a Verizon captive because of the farm here, I got one because the iPhone has a nifty email client that will talk directly to the server that I run. And uh, so I could get rid of the Android email thing. Another thing about, yeah, actually what I've concluded is Android phones are really sort of like the Razor. And Google will give you the razor for free as long as they can sell you the Blades, which is the information that that Android device collects. Because the same sort of deal goes on with uh, the calendar application. It's so easy to get hooked up to the Google Calendar. In fact, when you uh, light up an Android phone, you basically, well, you have to get a, a Gmail account going. The phone won't work without one. And there's a calendar right there that's all good and so again what I would do is I would bounce all my calendar stuff off of my server onto the Gmail account so that it would work great with the uh, with the Android phone. And again go ahead and try and find an, an application that actually works very well with any calendar except Google's calendar. It's the same sort of deal. It's, it's possible, but it's clunky. So they, they make it really easy and really cool to be uh, using Google products, but really hard to do anything else. And, and the final thing on that is uh, Google Voice, which I never used because I don't want my voicemail up in the Google Cloud being translated into text constantly uh, and fed back to me. I I I just always felt uncomfortable about that. So I never used Google's voicemail. And the interesting thing about that is, you know, if you go into Google Voice, I don't know if this is still true, but it was true a couple of months ago. Um, one of the most obvious application enhancements to google voice would be a little switch in the user panel that said turn off google voicemail and let your other provider whatever it is your landline provider or your cell phone provider be the the gang that picks up the phone with the voicemail but you know that Request has been in the queue at Google ever since the beginning of Google Voice, and it's never been added. And I think it's on purpose. You know, I I think again, Google wants the information, and they will provide really cool products as long as they get the information, and they'll give you those products for free. And so it's it's it uh, it just made me nuts I just decided you know okay so what if Google turns evil and decides to monitor where and who I am and they've got all my email and they've got all of my calendar and they've got all my voicemail Uh, and probably it would be really easy for them to subversively behind the scenes transcribe all my phone calls uh that's that's better than 1984 folks that's that's more stuff than, than than orwell had even dreamed of in his uh famous book about government surveillance and that made me nuts so i uh ditched the android devices i've got a long series of them and i i turned them off and i switched to my iPhone, and I lit up my own server where I keep my own calendar and I keep my own email, (laughs) and and I use the cell phone company uh, voicemail. I suppose I could go nuts and do that, but my voicemail is really pretty harmless. It's basically, Mike, where the heck are you? So I decided what the heck on that. And, uh, you know, that's my little stand on privacy. Uh, I think it's going to be a really big deal. I hope you, my unborn grandchildren, have a lot more safeguards around your privacy than I do around mine right now. Uh, And we'll see. Because the things that we trade for our privacy are really cool. I mean... Google Maps is a good example. Google Maps is about the coolest thing on the planet. I use it all the time for all kinds of things. And it's sitting there in this same cloud. It's free, it's great, but it's a huge intrusion into my privacy. and The odds of me running my own map server are about zero. But it's it's just another one of those trade-offs. It's another good illustration of the trade-off between cool stuff and privacy. Hard choice. And uh, it'll be interesting to see you, my unborn grandchildren, will get to see how we made those choices. And uh, there you go. Anyway, that's it for this week. I'm off to play outside. It's just a beautiful day today. Hope you enjoyed this one, and I'll see you the next time.